Hello, everybody. Joe Malone here coming to you live. It's Thursday and the Dow is up at record levels. Wow. Uh, we have moved into a confirmed uptrend from a from a market correction. So this is interesting. Now, it's interesting about this confirmed uptrend. What's happened is we have moved essentially to a um, situation where um, it's, we're out of the correction, but we're in a confirmed uptrend. So now it's time to start getting back into the market. Um, if uh, if you were like me, uh, I was out in cash mostly, and now I'm starting to wade back into the market. But interestingly enough, many of the names that led before in the NASDAQ uh, aren't leading. Uh, it's it's many of the cyclical stocks that now are leading the market. Um, uh, there was a buy point on um, Boeing today, uh, which I was, was able to take advantage of for the small portfolio. And um, so basically, you know, what's happened is that it isn't, the market isn't a confirmed uptrend, um, it, but it's mostly in the S&P and the Dow. I opened a position in what they call UPRO, which is the triple leveraged, uh, ETF on the S&P 500. It's doing pretty well. Uh, also, um, I, I did buy uh, one full position uh, in the small portfolio of Boeing, uh, and that seems to be working. Um, that seems to be working out. So, um, you know, I've moved mostly out of tech stocks. I'm out of Tesla. I'm out of uh, you know all these other stocks. I sold this about three weeks ago. Um, and, uh, you know, so, so we're moving, we're moving, uh, but it's a little bit different of a, an environment than you're probably used to, you know, mostly tech light and more, um, you know, more stocks that are basically more, uh, cyclically oriented. Um, there are some, uh, some, some interesting plays in the airline stocks that I want to talk about. There's an ETF that we might want to look at. Uh, called Jet J E T. That's the symbol for it. It's a airlines ETF, and as there's a lot of anticipation, of course, as the market opens up, now it's time to start to start looking to buy some of the airlines. Before, you know, I had been very, um, very down on the, uh, you know, while we we're going through this. Before we got the signal, I was a little bit down on the airline stocks. Now I'm kind of looking to build exposure there. One of the great ways to do it is with the broad ETF, uh, Jet. Um, and, uh, and I want to talk about that as well. Um, in terms of the, um, the, the, the stock that I was talking about, Boeing, uh, Boeing, as you can see, it's up, it moved above very, you know, it, it moved above this, this level here. And basically it's right now at about two fifty, up $4.78, about 2%, which is very significant because this is the largest exporter American exporters. So very significant uh, here that uh, Boeing is up as much as it is. Um, also wanted to show you the UPRO. Uh, I mean, excuse me, not the UPRO, the Diamond. This is the uh, ETF that tracks the uh, Dow Jones. And the Dow Jones, of course, is only 30 stocks, but 30 of the largest, you know, very industrial-oriented stocks in there. Um, and then it's up significantly, 2.43%. Uh, Again, um, the Dow itself is hitting an all-time high. So that's kind of a, you know, that's that's a, something to be interested in there. I want to show you the, the uh, NASDAQ composite. We're still, um, you know, we're still flirting with about that uh, 13,500 line, uh, but we are up today a little bit. So we are studying, seeing some strength in 
the NASDAQ, but as you can see, it pulled much further down. It does, it, it does appear to be on the mend, but remember the, with the NASDAQ, um, the NASDAQ composite, it's, it's, you know, it's a tremendous number of stocks, but basically it's the NASDAQ 100, uh, which is represented by the QQQ. Uh, that is, uh, that, that's really more, more, more of the action is there's only about seven stocks that move most of the, um, that, that move, that move most of that in that, uh, index. Um, do you want to talk about a very interesting stock? This is stock of the day, and uh, it might be of interest to you. Um, basically, it just moved above a buy point, the 147.07 buy point uh, in heavy volume. It's a very interesting stock. It's a company called uh, Regal Beloit, and uh, what they do is they make kind of industrial motors and that kind of thing. They're sort of an infrastructure play, and I, I uh, you know, as the economy reopens, I think that that uh, this would be an interesting play. And the reason is is because Amazon and many of the other big uh, retailers, you know, online retailers, have been building lots and lots of warehouse space in the United States. And um, this is the these people here at Royal at uh, at RBC are a very big supplier of electric motors and that kind of thing to, you know, to the warehouse industry. As we reopen, there's going to be more demand in the industrial space. So this is one that you might want to put on your radar, RBC. Uh, we may be above the buy point right now. It's it's basically up 223% in terms of the volume. So it's up a lot of the volume, up $3.98 uh, or about $5.71 um, total, 3.98%. So this is a this is an interesting stock to look at. Uh, earnings growth have accelerated, and uh, so just you know maybe you want to take a look at this one on your radar screen. Um, just kind of wanted to show you what the margin debt looks like. Uh, the margin debt uh, right now is uh, creeping up to an all time high, and this is a this is kind of a worrisome indicator in my opinion, because this typically tends to flag. Uh, when we're getting close to a potential reversal in the market, as you can see, the all-time high for the for the um, for for debt uh, margin debt happened way back in 2007. It signaled the beginning of the 2008 uh, Lehman Brothers failure, and so this is an issue. And uh, so, even though we have moved back into a confirmed uptrend. We have to be a little bit careful because there is something on the horizon here, and that is growing margin debt. So, if um, you know, if the market falters, this could be an issue, uh, causing you know, causing rapid deceleration in the price of shares. Um, here's what I am currently holding. I'm in Ford. It's down a little bit today. Halliburton, as you know, Renta Center. I really like Renta Center. I don't know why. I think, you know, it's kind of a boring business. You know, you you, you come to a new city, you. You get a uh, apartment, and then you go to Rena Center, and um, you know they, they have all the furniture and everything like that. You can just get it all at once. So it seems to be doing really well. Granite construction is down a little bit today. I think that with the reopening trade, we're going to see a lot of highway construction, and of course, granite construction is big in that. They're based in Watsonville, California. I used to live near there, so it's very nice. Westlake Chemical, it's up strongly today, one point five six or about. Um, a little over a percent, you know, 1.6%, which is great. And But the most important thing about this is the change in volume. So this WLK, Westlake Chemical, based in Houston, seems to be doing quite well. Um, the uh, Simply Foods, that was basically bought a position in that yesterday, SMPL, for some reason this is doing well. It's up about 11%. It, it's down a little bit in this one, but it's just been doing quite well, broke through a buy point. 
Uh, also, as I said, I put on a, um, a position in U uh, in uh, UPro. This is the triple leverage uh, ETF for the S and P 500. And we seem to be doing better in S and P than um, <laughs> than in the other the, the other indexes. So that's why I have that on. And of course, I also opened a position in Boeing. It's up almost two percent, a little over two percent, which is amazing. But what's significant is it's up one hundred and twelve percent in terms of volume. So we do see the market sort of seeing moving away from some of the more growthy names that we had before, like. Um, you know, the, you know, like the tech stocks into the more kind of what they would call, you know, real economy stocks. I, I think it's a misnomer because, you know, uh, anything that any, any, anything is, is real economy. So I, I can't say that it is, but the more traditional type companies, uh, you know, that, that, you know, everybody's heard of like, uh, um, you know, like, uh, like Boeing and, the, and those kind of companies. So without further ado, let's see if we can get into some of the questions. Thanks for holding everybody. I hope everyone's well out there. So let's take the first question. Thank you. Uh, let's look at um, Apple and Neo. Let's look at Apple first. That's the, that's really the, that's really the one I think that, you know, we've been, I think, I, th I think is, I think it's sort of the bellwether for, um, you know, for the, uh, for the tech sector. So I'm going to pull up Apple here. And let's see what's happening with Apple. I'm out of Apple, by the way. Uh, really, I wasn't. I was in Apple up until um, really about uh, the split um, on August 31st, and then you know I, I put out some videos on how to how I was playing the split. Uh, this is this is Apple right now, and basically it is pulled up, but it's still not in a buying range. Unfortunately, even though it's up two dollars uh, and twelve cents, twelve fourteen cents today, it's still not in, it's still not viable because unfortunately it has still not break, broken its uh, its downtrend. The, the 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 trend currently for Apple is downward, and it is not a time to buy it. As you can see, I've drawn the trend line here, and basically, as you can see, we're we're still moving down with apple now here's the thing if uh if we are able to move above this little green line here and that's at about um you, you know that that's uh that's at about uh let's get the exact number there for you for some reason i am slow today i, I keep complaining about the internet speed but it is an issue um Okay, at about 125, uh, I think that if 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 we can see Apple firm up some more <coughs> and move above 125, then I think it possibly is viable. But but even there, it's really early. I probably would not be, uh, I would probably not be buying this until it, it, it passed this alert. And I and I want to show you the 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 alert here, and uh, that that oops, I got to reactivate that alert. Let's. Let's kind of reactivate that alert. And that alert basically is uh, – let's, let's edit that alert. There we go. Okay. The, I'm looking really – you know, even though you could possibly do an early buy at about 125 on Apple, I don't think, it, I don't think it's viable really at these levels. I, I think it has to move at least above about 130. That's approximately where – the 50-day moving averages, that's that red line here that I'm showing you here. So that's where I'd be looking at see it. But right now, I you just can't buy this one. It's, uh, you know, unfortunately, right now, uh, Apple 
it's 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 a watch list and not a buyable stock. It's buyable probably above about one thirty, but right now, it just it just isn't. Um, uh, you know, it just it just isn't buyable at the current levels. It it uh, it, it needs to, um, you know, it it needs to move a little bit. Uh, a little bit higher and possibly get some more support. But right now I don't think you can buy Apple. And uh, so here's, here's what I would say, um, you know, watch list. AAPL possible entry of 130. So, you know, it's, it's, it's possible to, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's possible above 130, but right now I think on Apple, what you've got to do is you've got to watch list this one. So that's what I would be doing with, with it, um, right now. So, um, I can't give a thumbs up, unfortunately for Apple. Let's take a look at the next, uh, you know, um, Let's see. Let's take a look at Neo. You know, Neo has pulled back quite a bit, and uh, you know, it's still it. It really is out of sync with the market right now, and that's and that's probably what, what you know. That's always what I'm trying to do. I'm always trying to buy the things that are in sync with the market. You know, if the market is moving up in certain areas, that's where I kind of want to be in my market. It is. It it still is pulled back below levels that you know. It 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 basically. It it bounced almost bounced off the 200-day moving average. That's good. It's moved um, above the 10-day line, and it looks like it may be close to moving above the 21-day exponential. But I probably would not uh, be interested in this one until it moves above the um, above this line here, which is the um, which is the 50-day moving average. What I'm going to do is I'm going to reactivate a um, uh, you know, a uh, uh, an alert that I have on it, and basically, I I think that you really have to uh, look at you know, uh, you know, possibly above the fifty fifty four thirty four level is sort of where, um, you know, it is sort of where I think uh, you you know it can be it you know you you can possibly look to buy this again, but right now the same kind of thing. Uh, is happening with this as is happening with um, with Apple. It's just it just not it's not ready to go. Uh, it's not it's not really viable at this point. And uh, so you know you just again with Neo, I think you just have to watch list it. And uh, it, you know, and there is a possible entry. Um, you know, there, 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 there is a, there is a possible entry, um, you know, a, above the, um, 50 day line, but, uh, you know, I would, I wouldn't do anything on this one until, you know, it, 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 it was about, it, it was past, uh, about 5350. So that's where I would be looking to enter. And if I was going to look enter it. So right now, I think you got to watch it. You got, you got a watch list and that's not target. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, uh, Neo. <laughs> and so I would watch this Neo and, uh, you know, it's, it's viable above, 
above the 50-day line. But again, you're going to have to wait on this one. So on both of those, I'm afraid to say that, uh, you know, we're just, you know, we're just not able to buy them. I mean, we just have to watch list them. You know, again, this is part of the movement in the market away from some of the, the names that we got so familiar with, the Chinese EV stocks like Xpeng, Neo, those kind of stocks. They've pulled back a lot. The the uh, momentum now has been taken over by some of the domestic EV stocks. Uh, one I want to point out here is Ford. I'm in Ford currently, and I think that you know this might be a better bet. It's off a little bit today, but it has a much better chart and a much higher relative strength. So let me show you the chart for Ford. This might be an alternative. Um, it has a rising, um, it, you know, the, the correct buy point. It is a little extended currently. Ford is, you know, the, the correct buy point was 1214. It's currently at 1280. Um, so it, but it's moving right up the, it's above the, um, the 21, the uh, 10 day exponential. I want to kind of show you that right, right there. That's the, um, that, um, that 10 day exponential line. Is, uh, is 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 basically? Let me put this in there. Okay, there we go. That's that's basically where it is now, and this is the ten day line. So I'm just drawing where the ten day line is. Um, Ford is basically, you know, you 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 know, this is not a bad place to buy. Uh, there's there. This is not a bad place to buy Ford at at uh, at this at this mount. It's pulling back a little bit, but it's still in the trend that it has made and it's moving above the 10 day line. So that is not a bad trend to be, to be buying it. Let's take a look at some of the, uh, some of the, the statistics on it. The checklist is improving on Ford. It's now 77%. Uh, it, when I started with this stock, it was about, you know, it was, it was 60%. It was just barely that. And now it's gotten a lot better because it is uh, improved. Uh, it didn't, uh, it does have some areas. It needs to improve its sales. Of course, and the earnings per share. But other than that, you can see a lot of funds moving into it. There's now 1438 funds in it currently. So that's a lot. And uh, the industry rank is 50 out of 197 different sectors. So that's, again, pretty good. So this is not a bad sector to be in the automobile area, especially if they have uh, exposure to EVs. But I think you have to be careful with some of the Chinese names, Xpeng, Liado, and uh, and Neo, they've been good, but I think they've pulled back a little bit. They're getting ready, you know. They, so, you know, they, it, stocks can't go up all the time. I think that it's sort of been a handoff to the GMs and the Fords of the world. Now, I know that it's, it's super boring, possibly looking at buying a GM or a Ford, but right now that seems to be where the money is going from the bigger funds, and and that's really what you've got to look at. So, thank you very much for those questions. Appreciate it. Uh, are we out of the woods? We should be. You should always be cautious. <laughs> always, always, always be cautious because you never know what's going to happen, but we definitely have turned the corner. Now, here's the thing. We've turned the corner primarily on the uh, two indexes. The Dow definitely, Dow is hitting an all-time high. The other index, of course, is the S&P. The index that we kind of got to be careful about right now is the NASDAQ. So the the QQQ is not going to perform as well and some of the other indexes. Um, so I want to show you the QQQ. This is the ETF that tracks the value of the um, that, that, that tracks the, the value of the uh, of the top 100 stocks in the Nasdaq, and it is pulling up, but it's still below. And this is key. 
it hasn't moved above this very key line. This is the the 50-day uh, moving average, and and I really am more you know when it moves above that 50-day average, then I think you're going to see uh, more stuff come back into some of the uh, the names in this. There, there's many stocks that we're leading here that are in the Nasdaq that are down more than you know that that are that are down more than thirty percent. I mean, a really good example of this is Apple. So we want to be careful in this in, in stocks that are currently in this um, in in the in the Nasdaq one hundred. And the Nasdaq one hundred this, this is represented by this ETF called the QQQ. So uh, we are still it's still time to be cautious. I would be. I would be favoring names that are more beaten down. Uh, I think the oil and gas sector is particularly good. And uh, I did put out, by the way, for everybody that is out there on the action trade alerts, um, I did put a uh, uh, a play out there on a, on a kind of a weird little company called Transocean. It's not little, actually. It's huge. Uh, that is kind of like a oil service uh, company, but for uh, offshore oil rigs uh, it's a company called transocean i did a, a, a spread on that just kind of want to see how it's how it's faring today and eh, it's probably down a little bit but uh you know hopefully i, I didn't you know hopefully i won't have to close this thing early well it's pulled back yeah it's definitely pulled back 10 cents so anyways hopefully i can i can recover from that too <laughs> right so thank you very much hey uh thanks for watching the show i super appreciate it um all right. I uh, hope you're doing good. Uh, is this a reversal of the charts or showing something different? Yes. This is, uh, it's, it's, it's essentially, what this is, is this is, you know, it seems to, ha- it seems that the, the, the charts are showing that we've, we, we do have a, um, you know, uh, you, you know, we've broken the trend in terms of, uh, you know, we, we've bro- we've broken the trend in terms of some of the things here, and I want to kind of show you this. Now, I'm going to show you this is the this is the Nasdaq composite chart, the chart for the the chart for the Nasdaq, all the Nasdaq um, stocks out there, and uh, it's it's it sort of follows. There we go, and 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 it, it's come up, but it still is not healthy. It's still fallen below. Um, it's, it's still falling below this trend line here. You see, it what happened is that it changed its trend and then it, and then it fell. And then now it's, now it's moving, now it's moving back up. So I'm in, until we get up to above 1400 uh, on the NASDAQ, we're not, it's not fully safe to get into NASDAQ like stocks. Um, um, some of them are good, like Google, for instance, the NASDAQ and it's doing well, but for the most part, we want to be careful because this was a break in trend and it looks as if now, with with this with this reversal here, and this is a reversal, by the way. Oops. Yeah, there we go. Um, with this reversal, now we're starting to come to come higher, uh, but we really need to come up to the to the channel here. This is the this is the channel in order to get back to the kind of the way we were. So we're quite far away from that. Um, you know, we're 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 quite far away from that. We need to be above. You know, possibly you could start moving back into some of the the uh, the Nasdaq stocks soon as it moves above the that that line here and and, and basically the level on the nasdaq composite that uh, you know that i'm talking about here and let's see if i can put it on there oops let's see yeah there we go yeah, okay is about 13 
13345. So right now, uh, the NASDAQ composite is below that. It's 13. Um, well, it's, it's actually right at that. It's three, 13404. So um, right now, the NASDAQ composite is right. So, you know, it's right on the verge. Now, we should see by next week, we should see hopefully the movement back into the NASDAQ. But right now, we still have to be careful. Uh, and where we want to be looking for opportunities is probably in some of the more industrial type stocks. That's why Royal Beloit uh, was the stock of the day. It's essentially an industrial play. And um, RBC is the symbol of that. Uh, that's because uh, that is still where the money is moving. It's moving into more of the industrial type stocks away from some of the techs, the big techs. So that's kind of the... Uh, not the way it is. All right. Um, thank you very much. Can you please look at N, uh, NVTA and skills? Hmm. Okay. I don't know both of those. Let's see. Hopefully I'm going to get my cursor back here. There we go. All right. So let's look at NVTA. Um, NVTA. And that is interesting. Genetic, uh, genetic testing. Okay. This is a classic example of you know, of, of stock that may be moving higher and, and uh, may have reversed off of the, um, off of the 200 day moving average. Now, hopefully, okay, there we go. There we go. Let's see if we, there we go. Okay. <laughs> this, uh, this black line here, hopefully, I don't know if you can see this. Let's see if I put the pin on it. There we go. That's the 200 day moving average. It's pulled above that. That's a good sign. It's still below the 50-day, so that's of concern. So here's so here's the thing: we had, um, you know, we had a cup with handle pattern on this, but it it failed unfortunately, and now it's coming back here. Now, where would I buy this? Let's let's first of all see if it's viable, and uh, let's look at the ownership in here. It's got 433 funds in it, so that's pretty good. Uh, the checklist, though, is a little bit concerning. It's only a 44. So here's what I would do. I think this is a watch list on this one. The industry rank is also very low at 132 out of 197. I typically like to be in the stocks that are in the top 20% of all the current sectors. There's 197 sectors. So I tend to like to be in the ones that are that are in the in the top. Right now, in terms of the rank, this is not a particularly good group medical services. So here's what I would do with uh, Invita, Invita Corporation. I would watch this this one. I don't think it's viable right now. I think you got to be careful on this one. Um, you know, just it's just not a good time necessarily to to be in this one. So I would say watch list this one. Don't buy now. All right, so that's kind of that's that's kind of my my take on on uh, on 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 this one is watch this this one in V T A, but don't buy it. It's not in a good position, and uh, I think you could do a lot better. So that's my take on you know that that's my that's my take on that one. So let's see if I can give you the next one. Yeah, let's look at SK. This is interesting. I, I don't know this particular one. Let's, uh, hopefully I'll get there. We go. Uh, SKLZ is the uh, it's a symbol on this one. So let's look at this one. Again. SKLZ. All right, and hopefully we'll get a uh, get something here in just a second. Yeah, 
goodness gracious we are slow today yeah there we go okay yeah this one just has a bad trend as well um operates a platform that uh okay well this is mobile gaming which has you know been really good i mean i think that there are some standouts in this area but uh right now uh i can't get excited about it um it just the chart is not correct on the daily chart let's look at the weekly chart to see yeah this just isn't a good one again it's got an issue regarding um uh yeah see that's the that's the that's the that's the trend and the trend is down so remember <laughs> as they always say the trend is your friend so the trend is is not is 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 unhappy so um on 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 this one uh you know i think that uh you have to avoid a bad trend so this this one has a bad trend and uh it's just not something you want to be involved with right now um it uh it, you know it's it's not it's it's not the kind of um it's it's not the kind of stock you want. It's got the bad trend. Uh, it does have a higher high relative strength though, at ninety. But I would be I, I would be very careful with this one right now. I just don't think it's uh, I don't think it's working. Uh, and that's what we like to do. We like to find stocks that are working. Let's uh, go to TikTok to see. Um, just want to see if there's a question from TikTok that I can answer here really quick. All right. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, best, uh, best Ollie zero zero is looking for I D E X. So let's look at I D E X. And by the way, if you're watching on TikTok and you want to jump over and see the charts that I'm using, super easy to do. Just go to Dallas, uh, www.youtube.com and slash Dallas trading floor. And we're broadcasting live on YouTube right now. So let's look at I D E X D E E X. And that is. Idea man, okay. Operates an intelligent, okay. Operates an artificial intelligent and blockchain powered fintech. Interesting. Well, that's an interesting area. Definitely. Uh, it seems like it's a fairly low, you know, it's fairly, you know, sort of development stage company. We did have some, well, we did have some very nice sales up 234% in the last quarter. That's looking pretty good. And it actually does have some funds in it 19. Wow. Okay, it's still, of course, losing money, but that's not surprising for a startup. And this looks like this looks to be a startup. Let's look at the monthly chart. Let's kind of look at the existence of this. Wow, it's just been all over the place. It's been around since 2012. That leads me to believe that they haven't gotten their mojo <laughs> working. You know, when I when I see companies like this, and this is always why I check the monthly chart, is that yes, it looks like it may be in an area, but a lot of times what it'll do is they'll start in something, it doesn't take, so they they roll it over into something else. I, I this is a little bit this is a little bit troublesome for me. It doesn't. It kind of seems like they don't have conviction in what they're doing. So here's the thing: it's got earnings basically in 26 days. It won't obviously make any earnings because it's, you know, it's losing money currently. Um, boy, I just thought you know it's below the it's below the 40 day line. Uh, it's got a relative strength of 98, but you know that's not enough. I would say avoid it. I, I just. I, I I think you want to I think you want to avoid this one too. It's you know it's just, um, you know it 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 doesn't it it's not a good stock. It's too cheap. Uh, sorry to be so negative. I don't I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here, but yeah, you want to avoid it. I think that uh, I don't think it's going to give you 
Uh, I, I don't think it's going to give you the results that you want. There's there's so many better fish in this in the ocean than this one. So I D E X, I would avoid it. I would really avoid I D E X, uh, at least for right now. All right. So um, drunk squid, <laughs> drunk Squidward. I like that. Uh, uh, thoughts on UL? I wonder if this is. I don't know what UL is. You know, UL used to be Underwriters Laboratory, but I don't think it is anymore. So. See if I can see that symbol, UL. Let's just look. Unilever. Okay, well, <laughs> it doesn't get bigger than Unilever, at least if you're in the soap business, I think. You know, wow. Very unexciting company, but this is definitely the kind of thing that, um, you know, does well in a reopening. Um, it's got a relative strength of seven, though. I don't really like that. And it is below the 21-day the, the exponential. Let's pull up the chart here show everybody um so let's look at the weekly first of all you know when we're analyzing a stock what i always do is i always go to the weekly chart first and i want to see kind of what the overall trend is you know this has been this has been pretty unexciting uh it's it's uh made its peak at about 60 and now it's below that it seems like there's some buying coming in and there and it looks like they did have an event here but you know do i really want do i really want a sub company and and a soap company with forty four percent, you know, I just I think this is a big no. Um, you know, I, I think Unilever, you know, it's a hundred. It's it, the the sector that it's in, which is the food packaged area. It's uh its performance is one sixty two out of one ninety seven. So here's the thing: I typically I like to pick winners, and I you know, in this sector is I mean, th- it's a great company. Unilever is going to be around forever. They make Dial soap. I, you know, I washed with that this morning. So there you go. I know about this company. It's a great company, but you know, I don't think it's a great stock. I, I think you just need to go. Yeah, it's just not, it's not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to give you the results that you want. I don't think so. I think you got to be super careful when it comes to that. What about Chewy? Ah, Chewy, Chewy, Chewy. You know, it's funny back in the day I, when I lived in Silicon Valley, yeah, a little bit of story here. I worked for a company called Ticket Plan. Uh, it's called let's go called Spa.com, and Spa.com was basically kind of very similar to a company called Pets.com, which of course was a very big failure. Uh, it had a it, it spent all of its entire monies on one commercial on the on the Super Bowl, and then promptly went out of business. So um, <laughs> I don't know why I went that, but you know, being in the being in the pet area might be good because look at Chewy. It's chewing it up, so that's not a bad thing. Um, you know, a lot of people have pets because they don't have children. Uh, I totally understand that. Um, and it looks as if, uh, yeah, it's up a dollar and thirty-four cents today. Um, it's it's look, its performance is really good. Uh, Ninety-one on the relative strength. That's looking good. And the checklist is my at my minimum of sixty-six. So I do like that. Um, let's look at the industry. Well, if the industry is falling a lot, it's basically, they, they have it in the retail, uh, restaurant business. And I, I don't particularly like this. Oh, I'm sorry. Chewy, okay. Chewy's holdings. Excuse me. This is, I have eaten there. You know, well, I've eaten a lot of places. You can just take one look at me and know that. Um, but, uh, I don't like the restaurant business <laughs> very much. I think it's very competitive and I think the margins are very low. I think you've got to be really good. But by the way, Chewy's is really good Tex-Mex. I have eaten there. So I I, I do like it. Um, and that's C-U-H-Y. But I don't know if that's Chewy's restaurant 
or if it's chewy, the dot, the, the, here's the thing. If you could drunk Squidward, if you could send me the symbol for chewy, I think it's chewy incorporated, not, not chewy's restaurant. So anyways, Oh, <coughs> took a big dip. Well, that's no surprise. Um, you know, restaurants have not fared well during this period. So if, if you're down more than 7% on this one, blow it get out of it because the house is on fire. So you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that. Remember, here's what I recommend for everyone. If you get in a position, it's sometimes you, you know, I, I'm wrong. At least I'm probably wrong a lot more than I'm right. <coughs> but one of the things I do is I try to limit my losses. So when I get into a position, I always immediately set a stop loss at 7%. Now, then I'll adjust that stop loss either up or down, depending. But I always want to get in there, put that stop loss in. So in case, you know, when I when I do something like walk to the other side of the room, I'll be sold out if the thing just, you know, goes on fire and just, just dives, you know. So I always do that. So remember, try never to... Try always to keep your losses at about 7%. I don't do it all the time, too, and, I, and I've been doing this for a long time. So it's hard, but you want to set that stop loss at 7% from your entry point. So if you enter a stock, set that stop loss because you can always buy a stock back, but, you know, it's hard to make um, – you know, it's it's hard to make the the money on the way up. So that's the kind of thing that you know you want to be very uh, careful about because you know you know it, the the upward motion is what you want to maximize, and the downward motion, of course, is what you want to eliminate as much as possible. You can't eliminate it all, but that's why you want to do the stop loss. Let's look at MGM now. This should do well on the reopening. Uh, and of course this is MGM. This is the big, you know, it used to, you know, I remember, God, I'm old enough to remember when this was actually a film company, but now it's really a big operator of resorts in Las Vegas, Viva Las Vegas. So there you go. Um, it's up $2 and one cent today. So let's kind of look to see, you know, this is, you know, this probably will do fairly well once the, once the economy reopens, because people are just sick of sitting around. And, uh, you know, a lot of people want to get out and, you know, go to Vegas and lose some money and have a good time. I might be going there, too. You never know. Um, so I, I can see this being a pretty good area, actually. Um, it's it got a 66 checklist. Let's look at the industry. It's a 40. So that's pretty good. Leisure gaming equipment. This is not a bad area. I do think that though there's some better options in this area besides... MGM, and I think the one that you really have to look at is Penn National Gaming. Now, the interesting thing about Penn, and P-E-N-N is the symbol on this one, uh, is that, you know, along with DraftKings, these guys are really a leader in online gambling, and I do think that's going to be huge. I mean, I, you know, I don't, think it takes a, I don't think it takes a genius to figure that out, that uh, online gambling is likely to be very, very big deal. So, now, hopefully I can get this, this chart up here in a second. Hopefully that'll let me do that. I'm trying to, I'm having still, still having these boundaries issues. I have to talk to the landlord here to see why I'm having so many issues when it comes to uh, terms of that. So let's just see if I can just type it in. That'll give us Penn National. Yeah, there we go. Penn National Gaming. All right. I like this one a little better than I like um, MGM. Uh, it's it's up twenty two dollars today as opposed to the laggard of MGM. I, I uh, it's got a relative strength of ninety seven. Can you buy at this level? Well, 
it, it, unfortunately, the last pivot, the last buy point on this one, on stage two consolidation, was seventy six sixty two, and that was you know that was you know unfortunately the last time really that we had to buy. I probably would wait for this to pull back, but I I think this one is on fire. Penn National Gaming, and it's got an excellent checklist seventy seven. The ownership in this is very, very good. You've got Fidelity Contra Fund in here. This is sort of like one of the best funds out there, and they have money in it. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm always interested in looking, at least in gambling stocks, well, other stocks too, who has the money on the table, and I like to take those side bets. And, I, you know, if you're looking at side bets, Penn National still looks pretty darn good. It's got 719 funds that are in it. And remember, what really typically moves the stock isn't individual little investors like us. It's basically the big funds that are in the stock and, um, you know, are putting putting money to work there. And so Penn National, here's the thing, with MGM and Penn National, I think you got to go with Penn National. Now, is there a great buy point on this one? Well, unfortunately not. Um, the best place to have bought it, of course, would have been at the – at the um, when it tested the uh, the fifty day line, and of course that was uh, you know that was last week, you know. But uh, you know, of course, and I didn't do that. I just stuck out. I I stuck out of the market because I was I was Mister Ostrich. I was pulling my head. I was pulling my head in because you know we were in a downturn, and we we did we did move by the way to a confirmed uptrend today. So that's very important. But it's a it's an odd follow through because it's not been equal. Uh, the Dow stocks and the, um, you know, the Dow stocks as well as the um, uh, S&P 500 stocks are doing well. The Nasdaq stocks, eh, not so much. Uh, they're not, that they're, not that they're in losing anymore, but they're just not, you know, participating as much in the gain. So um, that's a that's definitely something to look at. Now, let's look at space. This is Virgin Galactic. I've made money on space before. This is kind of a, of a more of a day trader stock. I, I could. You know, they don't really have a product, um, but, you know, space tourism, which is going to be a big thing, is, um, you know, there's there's no, uh, there's really no way to play it. And the only way to play it, of course, is with really the with Virgin Galactic. And so they, you know, they have a, they have stock that's been all over the place. I actually sold out of this in the last, in the first quarter of the last year. Well, actually it was second quarter of the last year, uh, basically right before earnings. And I was, I sold it out in the forties. It's, it's pulled above that, but now it's pulled below that. It's up $6 and 30 cents today, almost 23%, which is incredible. It basically, what happened is that it moved like everything else. It moved down and it touched that 200 day line and boom, it went right back up. Where is it viable? Wow. This is a tough one to buy, but there is a buy point on this one. And it's a cup base 3584. Uh, Here's what I would do. Um, let's look at, see when the earnings are. The earnings are on the 5th. Now, they're not going to have any earnings, obviously. But the interesting thing about the announcement on 5-5, on, on I would play this thing into the earnings, but I wouldn't pay it through the earnings. And, and what they're going to talk about is how close they are to viability. They're, they're not going to talk about earnings. There's going to be no earnings. But Here's if you wanted to play this one, and I'm probably not going to play this one this time, but I would be interested in it at the buy point of 35.82 and above. So here's here here's how I my strategy uh, would work for space. Um, I would basically, uh, you know, possibly buy above the. Um, buy point at 
Um, 27. Twenty-seven um, fifty-five. Okay, so are we? No, no. Let's see where the, the new buy point. No, thirty-five eighty-two. Excuse me, that's wrong. Um, at uh, at thirty-five eighty-two, and hold. No longer than um, five five two thousand twenty one. Uh, so so that's that's sort of how I that's sort of how I would play it. I mean, I think there is a possible buy on on Virgin Galactic, and basically the buy is right basically at at and above this secondary buy point here. Okay, if it if it goes above that, currently it's very close to that. So I definitely think you could buy it at this level. It's it's very speculative, but I wouldn't I would hold it only till five five. Actually five four. I'd sell it on five four. And why would I do that? Well, I don't think I think the, here's the thing about these stocks are very anticipatory. They come in, they they move up, and then boom, the earnings happens. Boop, it goes down. It pulls up again. Then earnings happen. Boop, it goes down. So that's the that's the that's the um, you know the, you know that's been that's been the uh, the trend here is every time we come into earnings, you know we 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 accelerate and then when when we find out how many how far away they are from sending somebody into space, then it goes down. So um, what I would do I would wait until we until we move possibly be past the the buy point at. Um, at uh, thirty-five eighty-two, and then I would hold it no longer than than May fifth. So that would that's sort of my take on, um, you know that that's sort of that's sort of my take on it. Uh, how I would I, I would be doing it. It's getting some feedback here. That's weird. Okay, I don't know why I'm getting feedback. Oh, that's weird. Okay, <laughs> so maybe I sure maybe. So I have a speaker. I don't think I have a speaker on. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, for some reason, yeah. There we go. Okay. Hopefully, I'm not getting. I'm getting a little feedback there. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. So maybe I can put that down a little bit. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. I think I got rid. Of that. I got rid of that feedback problem. Had a little feedback loop going there. Weird. Yeah. Weird how that works. All right, let's look at a question from TikTok. And by the way, if you're listening in on TikTok and you want to see the uh, the actual show live, it's available on YouTube, youtube.com slash floor, And uh, just jump over there and you'll see the charts that I'm actually looking at. I'm kind of analyzing the charts. And I really appreciate everybody looking in on the today. So let's take a look uh, at the next question. This is going to come not from YouTube, not from TikTok, but from YouTube. So let's take a look at the next question. All right. So here's a question from Will. Thank you very much. CCL got in at 18. Let's look at CCL. Uh, let's put it in close. CCL. This one it should do very well. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Carnival. Oh, okay. Very cool. Okay. Well, 
<laughs> you're doing good, good. Uh, you know, I was not one who was advising on this, but it has moved above a buy point. So what would I do here? Wow. Well, it's working. <laughs> it's working. So I would just keep it working. I would just, I would just keep it working. I mean, you're in on a nice, uh, a very nice uh, first stage cup with a pivot at 24. So you were in way early, but below, you know, below the, below the buy point. So, you know, it, I would, uh, you know, I would stay in right now and I, I would set my stop loss at 24, but, uh, you know, I think all you, all you really have to do, this is, uh, I just set and forget. Are you up? Let's see. Are you up 20% on that? Yeah, you are. You might want to consider, um, let's, let's just take a quick look to see kind of where you're at. And hopefully I'll get my cursor back here. There we go. All right. So let's, I'm going to, I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, switch over to the calculator so you can see my calculation. Um, just wanted to show you that. So let me go to the calculator here. Um, and so here's, here's what, here's what I would do on, um, well, okay. <laughs> here's what I would do on Carnival Cruise. You say you got in an 18, so let's put 18 in there. And then let's divide it. Uh, oops, come on, baby. It's not it's not being very cooperative. Um, and and divide that by what the current price is, twenty seven uh, thirty four, forty three. Excuse me, <laughs> a little dyslectic there. Okay, so that's sixty six percent. So it's moved up. Uh, it's it's moved up thirty four percent. So that's fantastic. And uh, so here's what I, here's what I would consider doing. Uh, I, here's, here's, here's what I would consider doing on that. The fact that it's moved up that significantly, what I would do is I would probably reduce half of my position. I would take half of my position and sell it. And then I would just ride on the rest of the money. So that's what I would do. You're up very, very nicely. Uh, and I don't know how many weeks that is, but uh, typically my rule of thumb is if you're up, more than twenty percent, you possibly want to take. Um, you want to take half off, and uh, and then um, and then uh, take half off, and then uh, you know let the other ride. Let you know let the, you work at the house's money a little bit. Uh, you know that's that's the that's the way to go on it. So that's what that's what I would advise. But you just done great on Carnival Cruise, and this is one that I was very skeptical on. I'll be honest with you. I was very skeptical. I didn't buy Carnival Cruise, but I think you've done great. So that's what I would do. Uh, that's that's what I would do. All right. So let's. Real Madrid has a question on Fastly. Let's put that up. There we go. And uh, Fastly has. You know, it's funny. Uh, I was in Fastly right before when it was moving very very quickly. Um, you know, right before the. Um, you know, you know, but then it, but then it had a, then it lost uh, TikTok, TikTok, as a customer, and it just dove, and, and I hadn't been really in it since. Uh, so let's see if I can get uh, Fastly to come up here. I'm having a little bit of a, a freeze. On, there we go, a little bit of a freeze on, um, on my screen here. So here we go with Fastly for Real Madrid. Um, thank you very much. 
And uh, basically, you know, it's pulled back. It's still below the 200-day the line. Here's my concern on that. I don't typically like to buy anything below the 200-day line, even though it does have a relative strength of 84, which is strong. And and it's and it's and it's uh, and it's pulling up. Here's the thing: I would wait on this one. Um, you know, I definitely think it ha- they have a great product and they have a they have a great service, and I think that they definitely good things are in store for them. But the thing is with Fastly right now, FSLY, uh, I do believe I don't like buying anything below the 200-day moving average. And currently, we are, um, you know, we're basically right at the, you know, that's the 200-day moving average. We're significantly below that. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set an alert basically at this level to see when it moves above the 200-day moving average. When it moves above the 200-day moving average, then I think you could consider it. But right now, I think you're too, it's just not, performing well enough but it's still and the checklist is not really that stellar it's only 55 percent on the william o'neill checklist this is one i typically like to use the most for growth stocks and uh, it just it's it's uh, over 15 percent away from its all-time high i typically like to buy stocks that are within 15 percent of their all-time high uh it did have a uh it didn't it 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 it, 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 it had good earnings it it, it had good sales growth, but it was down from the last quarter. It's still very, very uh, fast moving stock, uh, but it is not quite so. So here's the thing. I think this is a, you really got to watch this, this one and wait for another opportunity. Um, and I think the opportunity on this one is, uh, is, is, is really above the, um, you know, it, it's above the 200 days. So I would watch list. This stock and wait uh, for movement above the 200 day line at give me exact number on that. Hopefully, I'll have a cursor that I can do that with. Goodness gracious, we're still. I I think you probably have the audio, but the. the video is not doing the greatest. Okay, uh, 85.36. So that's where the 200-day line is. This is 85.36. So let me get the cursor back and uh, put that in there. At There we go. So here's what I would do um, with Fastly here. I think you've got to wait on it until it moves above this very key level, which is the 200-day moving average. And that's right here. That, 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 that's right here. So currently, we're below the 200-day moving average, and we need to move above it. Uh, I still, So this is a classic watch list stock, and uh, you, know, you just don't want to buy it right now. Um, you know, but if you're in it and you're, you have a nice profit cushion, you know, definitely don't sell it. But uh, right now, I think you just got to be a little bit careful with uh, with a stock like Fastly because it's just, uh, you know, it's below the 200-day line. We, we don't know that if it'll move above that, and that's so key. Uh, so we want to hold it on and wait for it to move above that 200-day moving leverage. All right, question on VLDR. Let's take a look at that chart. Um, VLDR. And that, okay, well, it would happen if I got the right, yeah, VLDR. There we go. 
Uh, well, San Jose. Okay. Uh, autonomous vehicles. Okay. I like the area. Um, and after hours, it's up. Interesting. Well, this one, you know, this is a fairly thinly traded stock. Um, it's, it's very, you know, it's definitely funds are 7%. That's a little bit light. I did lose money. So it definitely is a startup. You know, it's, um, it's, it's not, you know, it did have a buy point, um, on a cut base of 2435, but that was way back. So let's kind of look, I want to look at the monthly chart. I want to look at the history of this thing. Wow. Okay. So it, uh, it, it, it's been around since, uh, 2018. That's interesting. And it's pulled up and then it's pulled back right back down with a relative strength of three. Wow. You know what? Uh, you know, this might be something interesting in the future, but I can't get behind it. It's only got a checklist of 44. There are 92 funds in it and the industry is pretty good. 37 out of 197. So that's pretty good. It's a pretty good sector. Um, here's the thing. I just don't think, uh, you know, this could be very big because I do think that, you know, um, you know, one of the, one of the great, you know, one of the great, um, you know, you know, one of the great market opportunities of our time, of course, is electric vehicles. And of course, the real reason for electric vehicles has nothing to do with the environment. In my opinion, it has to do with autonomous driving. And I think that that is indeed the biggest thing that is, uh, is out there. So it's in a very, very good area. I just wouldn't buy it right now. Uh, you know, it's a component supplier, uh, you know, it's part of the value chain, but, um, I, I, I think you got to watch this as one. I wouldn't be a buyer right now. I know it's got a story, but you know, it's been around for a while and, uh, you know, it's just got to be careful on this one. All right. Let's look at HCO. Now this I'm in HCO by the way, but I'm in it through a, a spread. So let's look at HCO. This is a, this is interesting company. This is a Boat manufacturer. <laughs> Can you believe it? There's two companies that are big in this field. This is recreational boat field. One of them is this one, Marine Max, which is 8ZO. And the other one is uh, is Brunswick. You know, remember the bowling company? Well, they're, they're in boats now, and it's Brunswick. So uh, very, very nice. Look at this. It's it's moved up. Very nice. It moved up three uh, about 5% today. And again, I have, you know, for everybody that was on the Action Trade Alerts, uh, I did put out an action trade alert on this one on a uh, spread that I did on this one, uh, you know, and I did a little video on it that showed it. It's done. It's it's, it's performing extremely well. Uh, I just think, you know, unfortunately, this doesn't really give us a great place to get in. That's the main problem here. But it's got a hundred percent checklist. This is the kind of stock you ought to be buying in the reopening. It's a hundred percent checklist. At least for right now, it's just doing great. Four hundred and twenty nine funds in it. Very very good. It's a it's a little bit low in the rank. It's a 99 out. Uh, it's a leisure project, retail leisure project, which, you know, that that uh, is not as good as like some of the oil and gas sectors, but definitely not a bad, you know, not not bad. It's up, uh, the, the, the overall sector today is up 1.7%. So that's pretty exciting. Um, here's, here's what I would do on this one. I don't know if I can say, uh, I, I don't, you know, it, it's just, I would like, I think people. I think people uh, would be. This would be a good one to buy, but I just think it's too far extended right now. So I want to see this thing reverse down and possibly reverse off of possibly the twenty-one day line. What do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is that as you can see, stocks don't go up straight. They kind of go up and then down and then up and then down, right? That like that, and they move in a channel. Okay, they 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 move they move in a channel. I'm just kind of sort of drawing a channel here. So right now we're at the top of a channel. Now, this thing is going to reverse and it's going to move lower. And then hopefully it's going to bounce right about there at $50. So here's what I would do. I would wait on this one 
until it reverses lower, it's going to probably pull down to about 50 or so, and then it's going to reverse higher again because it's in this beautiful channel right now. So I do expect it to kind of move a, a, a tad lower uh, probably over the next week, but it's going to give us an opportunity because it's going to probably, it's kind of probably pull down to right about 50 or so. And when it gets there, that's where I want to buy it. So here's the thing. I'm going to set an alert and hopefully that will work. Yeah, it will. That's a line. I want to set that alert. And, uh, but I do think it's an excellent stock and it's definitely, you know, where you want to do it. By the way, uh, um, if you do buy this uh, now, and I wouldn't recommend it, I wait for it to pull back and then, and then bounce and then pull back higher. I would set my stop loss right about at this 40 day line. That's this red line that you can see here. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, there it is. That's where I would set my stop loss. Very, very good com um, company, Tiander. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Um, again, I had a, a, a bull, uh, a, a bull put spread. What do I call it? Bull put spread on this one. It's doing great. And ACO is a good one. Let's look at M-A-R-A. Take a look at that real quick, and that's Marathon Digital Holdings. And it's a kind of like this is a what I call this is a digital troll company. You know, <laughs> they basically have, I think, you know, yeah, okay, don't need mine cryptocurrencies. Hmm. Okay, well, you know, I don't think this is necessarily bad, but I am not as as I'm not I'm not as jazzed on this one. It does have a good checklist though. Seventy seven. Wow, that is looking pretty decent, and uh, it. It's uh, its group is up finance. Um, it's up about 0.7 today. Here's the thing. Instead of this one, I think I rec would recommend uh, the GBTC because I do think that at least going forward with the potential of this new bill, I do think that we're going to see some nice movement in the GBTC. So as you can see, take a look at the chart. We, 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 we topped out here at about 55, 5820. We then, we then came right down to the, uh, to the, uh, the 50 day line. And now we're moving above the 50 day and the 21 day and the 10 day. So this is not a bad place to buy um, grayscale Bitcoin trust. And I would recommend this one over MARA. And I know there's very kind of different things. This uh, grayscale Bitcoin holds about 4% of the world's Bitcoin. So, uh, it's a significant amount of Bitcoin that they have. I wish I had that much Bitcoin. <laughs> I would be a lot richer. Well, um, we have come to the end of the hour. And man, thank you so very much for watching. So appreciate it. Uh, if you're not already on the Action Trade Alerts, uh, it's very easy to do. All you have to do is go over to the site. And let's put, yeah, come on. Just just go over to uh, you know the site, and of course, for the free action trailer, it's www.dallastradingfloor, and just need first and last name and an email address for everyone, and it's super easy. All you have to do is go over there, and of course, you can unsubscribe anytime you like. I just basically put it out there for everyone, and I do show some of the trades that I'm making and uh, how you might be able to benefit from them, So, and it's free, uh, and that's a great thing to do. Also, if you are on TikTok, super easy. To also get this, just go to the profile of my account, uh, and you will see a thing called Beacons, and that well, it's a little, it's a little link thing, and if you scroll down, you'll see uh, you'll see a place to put in um, to get on the mailing list, to get on the subscription, first and last name, 
and of course an email address uh, and also an SMS would be great uh, to get in on that. And uh, so that is free as well. So um, till tomorrow at uh, 2.30, thanks everybody for taking a look and, uh, you know, in, with me today and uh, I will see you tomorrow. Happy trading and happy. back and then